1: Hello and welcome to In The Pocket. My name's Johnny. And my name's Chris. Two totally average bass players. We're here to talk all about that bass. As well as answering your questions at home, each week we take a look at the latest news, maybe break down some tones, all to give you the lowdown on the low end. This week, however, we are extremely excited to be joined by a very special guest. He's string-slamming, Instagramming, session sensation... A star-studded resume, uh, such as Suicidal Tendencies, Kelly Osborne, Daughtry, and many more. It's mohawked like a punk, but a big old chunk of hunk. It's Josh Paul. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thank you. Thank you
2: guys for wow, having dude, me. Thank you thank for you. coming on.
1: Thank you so much. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, how are things at the minute?
2: Things are awesome. Things are awesome. I'm easing into the day. I have uh, a lot of caffeine, as per the use, but I'm good. Incredible, yeah. It's Cheers. it's
0: like
1: it's almost as if we're living on separate sides of the world at the minute because it's it's Quite nice. Literally, the temperature you are. It's it's the morning. We're needing the coffee to to yeah. stay awake because <laughs> it's uh okay. well, it's, it's not too <laughs> bad to be fair. It's about it's about six p.m. here, so
3: not too bad. It's and bad. it's and it's very cold there. Yeah, we're in a cold spot at the moment. It's about. Um, it was minus five overnight for me last yeah. night.
1: Yeah, minus four oh, wow. for me. And Chris is wow. up north, Chris is. So it's uh, very chilly up there.
2: Sounds like you guys are in competition <laughs> always. So minus five, minus four. Constantly. I don't know what's happening constant, here. Constant, Come constant, on, um, I'm going to have to hold you, we guys. Have a
3: term in, hold you guys back. We have a, there's, a small, uh, there's a small Spanish island in Europe called Tenerife. And uh, in, uh, in England, we have a phrase called Eleven Reef which is basically like a, uh, you know, ah, right. oh, oh, well, I did this. Well, oh, God, I had to get up at six o'clock this morning. Yeah, well, I got up at four. And it just, you know, those kind of people.
1: That's me and yeah. Johnny. Right. We right. compete 100%. to see okay. who is uh, who is the most tired. Josh, you're, you're not getting a word in edgeways. If it comes in to a topic, we'll just be slamming each other off, you know, the whole time. No. <laughs>
2: We're doing what? I, I, I'm, I'm entertained, so I'm good. I'm well, good.
1: we're not here to talk about us. We are here to talk with you, of course. And we'd like to start things off if that's okay. Uh, for those that, that are living under a rock and don't know who you are, um, Josh, we can ask some questions to get to know you just a little bit better. So I'm going to start things off with our quick fire questions at the start. Uh,
4: number one What is your number one base? My number one bass is
2: actually here. I have it right over Ooh. here. Hold on one sec.
1: Oh, my gosh. If you let's, are listening, uh, let's you deliberately not describe it. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> That's
2: nice. Man. So this is a Stingray, Music Man Stingray special four-string HH Raspberry Burst. And uh, it's beautiful. It's punchy. It's got an ebony uh, fretboard, and it kicks major ass. <laughs> she started with that one, and <laughs> it I kicks major yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And I also obviously love the dark ray. I use that quite a bit. Nice. And those are my two go tos. Very Man. nice.
3: That actually, um, that actually jumps into two very quick questions, just to hijack the entire. The entire quick fire format of this. Um, you're a you're a HH guy on the uh, on the Stingray.
2: Yeah, I have definitely.
3: I, I've always been a single, you know, single a H. I'm a H guy. Um, why why too? You know, you're. A- I'm a <gasps> just not a. <laughs> just just this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> ne- the, the important part is none of us here are triple H. Unfortunately. Oh, uh, no, not, not, not yet. yet. Not yet.
2: Not yet.
3: So yeah, why yeah. um. Why why two humbuckers? What what what's the advantage for you?
2: Uh more is more. There's something about having the HH. Um I don't know if it's the weight that it brings to the sound. Okay. Because I only use really two positions, which are the the bridge and the second position. I, I hardly ever use the neck position, but there's something because I've played both, obviously. Um and and with the single, there when you add that double in there, there's something that adds a little bit of girth okay. to it. And I think it's just having that extra, those extra magnets in there. The power there's there's a depth that it adds. And and try playing. I don't know if you have a, an HH there, but if you try kind of compare the two, and you will tell the difference. Taking them up. Yeah, I, I've I watched a video a YouTube video a while ago where
3: someone was comparing this was before before I purchased this Dart not Dart Ray, uh Ray thirty-four behind me. Um uh-huh. the uh there was there was, even with a so a HH, a if you will, in the yeah. traditional Stingray position, there was a sound difference just because those those magnets, despite mm. the fact that they were taken out of the chain at that point, were sort of yeah. present they were because the the magnets are they, pulling on the strings, regardless. So, you find, so you find yeah. there's, I, I could hear a difference. It sounds like you do as well. Mm-hmm. And do you, mm-hmm. um, do you find yourself like you, are you moving your hand onto that other pickup Here at are. all? Or are you, are you staying? Could that be an I advantage?
2: Stay, I think okay. so. I actually do use it. I, I, I move around a little bit position wise, just ton, tonally, but, um, but I do use use that front pickup as well for hand placement. Beautiful thumb rest. If yeah, it's, you will. it's a very mm. expensive thumb
1: rest. There, a very the a very expensive. It is thumb a rest. very expensive, very, uh, very I nice. Actually, I actually really like. But it,
2: but it does. There is a difference in the sound. For yes, certainly. Sure. So yes.
1: Of course,
2: I actually really like.
1: I don't know what that second position you're selecting is doing. I, I, I quite like uh, humbuck in the bridge and then like a single in the middle uh-huh. neck position. Quite a lot like you know sandbergs yep. do that a lot and I, I really like that sound like you say it's that same thing it just gives it a touch more girth in in the sound. and uh, yeah.
5: yeah
2: love it. definitely love it um me too right this bumps all around
5: that's be. <laughs> 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 that's
1: what this episode is just gonna be and we're like yes yes you that's the best yeah that's <laughs> it that's it heck yeah chest
3: bump <laughs> like we're in some sort of Power really? Rangers movie <laughs> well okay. I have many other questions but I will I will shelve them for later okay. so we'll we'll go on to the very not quick fire question <laughs> Yeah. this Did always happens always happens with this bit this. <laughs> yeah the, just,
1: just the fire questions just the fire just like fire questions
3: <laughs> yeah. um, slow burn <laughs> the, slow burn the smouldering questions wow oh we can um, do that uh, ooh <laughs> question two Um, and you have to do that you have to fit the brief on this one unfortunately describe your bass playing in three words that's
5: ha ha ha
4: ha 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 Uh,
2: well initially I I would say pretty fucking terrible but uh, (laughs) don't you bring that here uh, I would think that yeah I would think that my wife uh, would think differently she's already yelled at me for uh for using that kind of language so um uh
4: charmingly aggressive funk oh i like it how's that killer combo
1: man yes i mean when i think of you're playing i'm like Yes, that that aggression and that and that's what I that's what I love about it because that I can see my a lot of myself in that because I I don't hold back I hit hard when I play um, yeah I do too and so yeah. to get that kind of punchy sound out of things um, and I just mm-hmm. think that I was I knew I knew that word was going to come up somewhere in this conversation so I'm I'm pleased that you, <laughs> if you were like awesome. way too soft or something. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you do think that you're like uh, needs uh, more work, play harder, yeah.
2: <laughs> Should practice more, yeah. Needs that's a good one too, yeah. Need to practice. Oh
4: yeah, more. Yeah, Is, uh, it's funny that isn't it? Him.
2: But um, but no, yeah. Um, I, I guess you know, uh aggressive would be probably the most uh useful <laughs> description of of my playing. Yes.
1: I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's I think it's bang on. Um, I like the charmingly as well at the start, just like give me three, give me
3: three, give me three words. Oh, Come no. on. Ch- charming was good. Uh, Mohawk Funk Machine. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Surprisingly slappy distortion. Mm. You, you do grit okay. it up. You do. You, you're, yeah. you're a dirty boy. I,
1: I love the I love the grit. I love Absolutely, and <laughs> I, I, I we'll pick that up later on because uh, for those that don't know when we bring a guest along, we do ask them to bring along a tasty tone of theirs as well. And you've done just that today. And we will listen to that later on. So stay tuned for that coming up. Um, I'm going to move on to our next quick uh, fire question now. Um, and it is why, why did you pick up the
4: bass?
2: Ah, Okay. I started out as a drummer and, uh, My grandfather played bass. My grandfather played every instrument really, but um, started out playing drums and I was always sort of drawn to the bass as well. We ended up moving into an apartment and uh, you can't really play drums in an apartment, at least not with the neighbors uh, trying to beat down your door, especially as a little dude, you know, banging on cymbals and stuff like that. So uh, there was a bass line around and, um, Picked it up. My grandfather helped me out. My cousin helped me out. I just started learning songs. And that was the closest thing to playing drums that I felt. But, I, you know, you can also add some melody into the mix, which I loved. Yeah. So I uh, tried to play drums on the bass, really. Mm.
3: And that, that absolutely shows as well, I think, especially, especially with you as a player. You know, you're, um, you're very, I think it'd be, it'd be silly to not say you're a very percussive bass player. Especially with like the slap elements and <laughs> you can see why that sort of um started off as a drummer um has blended into your bass playing. So I think it's very it's very yeah, it's, it's very th- apt.
2: I think it really I think it really stuck mm. um sort of that rhythmic stuff. I'm a huge fan of drummers and I'm a huge fan of percussion. So um anytime that I can incorporate that into my playing. Uh, I tried yeah,
1: to. It's, it, when people are learning it's often somewhere they might come from guitar or they might think more like a guitarist as a bass player because they think i'm playing mm-hmm. with strings and like a melody but actually concentrating more on the drum side of it i think is such a valuable lesson yeah. to to show people um and i and i love in the interviews you've done before when you said about like uh when you like play drum beats on the bass and that got me thinking about like how slap works and like but it's often like when you're popping out, that's almost like the snare, you know, it's that.
2: It is the yeah. snare. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and that's how I, when I try to come up with pieces or parts or, you know, just messing around, um, I'll basically try to do drum fills. How would I approach this when I'm sitting at the kit?
1: Yeah. I think it's a masterful way to, uh, to look at it. And I, I love that journey. And, and even, even now, even now, Chris, I, I've learned so much. <laughs> right. we're, we're, like,
3: we can we can wrap it up here if you want you know yeah, 14 done. minutes in it's not bad <laughs> done. like wow i done you want value you want value listener mike you got it i'll give you <laughs> i'll give you value you got it yeah. mike. as, as you yeah. only got 10 minutes today let's exactly. do this. we've uh we have an yeah. in joke now for one episode we decided to call our entire listener base mike and then now it's like everyone is mike
1: yeah <laughs> whether, whether oh, like, like it or not. you michael Looking at you, Looking
3: Michael, suck. driving to work right now, this, listening to this.
2: this. It's one. What's up, Michael? Change oh. of strings. <laughs> you owe one me money. Yeah, <laughs> oh. man,
3: Michael. God. All right.
1: <laughs> Come on. It just works. It just, see what I mean? It just works. It does. It really does. Maybe it's because it we're like talking to our mics here. We're like, fucking... oh, oh, my God. God. It all, make, it all makes so, sense. It's so matter, man. It's that, so... Geez, yeah. I need well, we, we need therapy.
2: We we need a producer to be like the universe just somehow came together in a magical moment to where we just realised the secret to life is Mike. Exactly. The secret to life is the road
3: pod mic. Right. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yes. But we wish it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Right. Thank you so much. I hope the people have uh, as well as learning Thanks. lots and the uh, meaning of life. Uh, 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 <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, you are welcome. Um, let's move on to our uh, first question, okay. shall we? That uh, if you want to get yeah. involved and ask questions, suggest guests, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you better damn go and make sure that you follow us on Instagram at In the Pocket Pod, uh, where we announce all of our guests, and then comment down below your questions. and occasionally, people message us as well with your questions. That's totally fine as well. Uh, some fine folk have done just that um and chris shall we shall we take it from here
3: let's do just that well question 1 um i'm going to try and hold my phone in a way where it looks like i'm looking at you while i'm talking oh i've done it wrong my phone's in the oh, frame never mind drum that's roll. so impressive yeah how is this okay yeah i look yeah, got that perfect yeah okay cool
2: <laughs> <laughs> you look like mike <laughs> <laughs> this one <laughs> i'm going to take Mere selfies in the bathroom right now. Check <laughs> I'll you. be
3: we're gonna cut <laughs> to a commercial break. <laughs> no, nope, he's doing it here. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh never god. Mind. Um question one. So you got the call to join suicidal tendencies at eighteen, at the grand old age of eighteen years old. How did you yeah. get yourself into the position where you were that guy? fresh in people's minds to, to join a band of that experience at a very young age for a, for a working career yeah. musician?
2: So in high school, I, in junior, high, really, I was playing gigs around LA and I was putting my own little bands together. And um, I ended up, put. I, used, I am still a huge fan of Fishbowl. And, you know, my, my band at the time, we we really just wanted to be fishbone, so I had a horn section and I had you know a percussionist and was writing all this kind of crazy heavy funk, but with some heavy sections in there as well. And uh, doing shows around L.A. and a bunch of Malibu and stuff like that. I ended up running into um, my friend Brooks Wackerman, who I had known, so his band would play along. And we would do some of the same shows and kind of always run into each other. Um, and he, I had heard that he was playing with Infectious Grooves and he was 15 at the time. We, he had his own band, I think it was called Lucy's Milk or something like that. And uh, he ended up hitting me up one day. He's like, dude, play in Suicidal? Looking for a bass player. I was like, what? Where he Robert was? No. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I went in and I played and um, it ended up working out. Um, And Brooks and I, you know, knowing him and kind of growing up around him being sort of in the same circles, um, we play very well together, always have. So um, that really helped a lot, kind of knowing and feeling what each other was going to do and being familiar with how each other plays. So it worked out really well. I still think, you know, uh, that rhythm section in that incarnation, if that's a word, of the band was really, really solid and a lot of fun to do.
1: I think there's so much to say there about like um, <laughs> playing really well with certain people because I get that as well, where sometimes, you, I don't know how you find it, Chris, because you just, you know, turn up as a session player a lot of the time and, and might not have played with the people before, but we've got more, more, more experience than me in this department. But sometimes you just gel with people a lot more personally, and just vibe more on the stage, and it, and it's just magic, isn't it? It's it's you can't. There's no recipe yeah. for that. Sometimes I, I guess you know the yeah, way. it's that um can really work. But. I
3: never I never thought that would be a thing, but it it definitely is. Like I've I've done a lot of either <laughs> session recording with someone, like a live recording, or um like a, like a wedding, or a you know like a, a covers gig or something where you know, I've met this drummer or, you know, could be another guitarist, but let's pretend it's a drummer for the sake of this conversation. And, you know, you've known them for like an hour or something. And then you they, they get on the kit, you get on stage, and it's just like, and it just works. Um, and it's, you know, it's songs that you've all played a hundred million times. Let's pretend it's like, I don't know, Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel, which seems to be how every wedding band opens a wedding set, by the way. Um <laughs> I hate going to weddings as a gig now because I'm like, I'll <laughs> sit there with my, with my girlfriend and go, I bet you they play this now. And then they play crazy by Niles Barkley. And I'm like, see, <laughs> it's the set. But any, but anyway, yeah. So you it just, just, it just works like, you know, like, you know, some drummers are like, kind of like, you know, they might like to play behind the beat a little bit and you just, you get that immediately and it just all locks mm-hmm. in nicely. And then I've got, got two or three drummers that immediately spring to memory can't get along with it i can't i've i've done gigs where i'm like i can't it's not that they're a bad drummer they aren't a bad drummer they are playing everything correct it's like and i'm playing my parts right everything is in time and all this kind of thing but it's like i just can't i can't get along with you musically it's like kind of you know and it's, (laughs) it's 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 far from a bad thing it's not like there's any errors or anything it's like the way you the way it's like the way you sit on the beat or the way you like the, the go-to fill you go to, I don't like, and it's yeah. like, I can't, you know, it, do you know what I mean? It just sometimes happens, doesn't it? But it sounds like right. you were very lucky and you got the exact opposite, which is what we want to hear.
2: Yeah. There are just some, some people that you instantly, okay, this works. You know, when you're doing a show or you're doing a session or something, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Okay. And like you say, and other times it's not like it's bad it's just it doesn't feel like some of the other times yeah it's like it's
3: not it's not cooking it's like there's there's no there's no mojo it's like that the extra little extra yeah. little bit of seasoning isn't quite there But that spice, that's spice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: you know it absolutely um, josh i wonder if you could give your <laughs> advice please um on someone who might be in kind of that position now, you know, in the world of social media and everything and you could think uh-huh. of a couple of bass players on the top of your head mm-hmm. that you could go to. How, how do you think, or what's the best move for someone to make to make themselves
4: that guy to that is the first person someone thinks of to, yeah, to go to? I think, um, obviously, trying to
2: perfect your craft, number one you know, and always um, be open to learning as much as you possibly can in all genres and styles of music. And that's going to add more value to, to what you do and what you bring to the table. Um, obviously, being a good human, you know what I mean? Just try to be good vibes. and um,
4: But also, um, I feel like creating...
2: and knowing your identity and your voice on whatever instrument that you're playing that will give you an, an extra edge like, like authenticity
3: or
4: yeah yeah if somebody if somebody were to listen to
2: you play or see you play something even if it was seven notes would they know it's you I
5: well, well, love that well, 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 Like they'd the be the out seven time, note- so they
3: know it's me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Interesting I love that. The seven note Hang challenge, on. you know? That, that's a great way of thinking, limiting yourself and being like, mm, what what does it boil down to, my technique or my style, you know, really when you think about
2: it? Or sound it. or yeah. Yeah. Or how so you're basically, approach, you know.
3: You've got one run through of the riff to seven nation army to uh to prove who you are as a bass player. <laughs> I'd well, love you, to hear that in so many different styles. <laughs> that'd be that'd be cool. That totally. Be. You're absolutely totally. right, though. It's like I'm. That, that absolutely, would be cool. I'm a. I'm, I'm struggling mm-hmm. to. Well, not. I'm not struggling to think of bass players. It's just my mind went to like, guitarists first. Just with this kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's like. I know immediately from one note that Zach Wilde is playing guitar immediately because right. he's so of. It's obviously. These are the key characteristics of ex-guitarists. I know exactly what I'm getting. All like slash. Whenever you hear slash on something, yeah. you go, "Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely slash." And there th- are definitely bass players
2: like mm-hmm. that.
1: Flea is a good example of like somebody
2: who's definitely. got a language that speaks his own, mm. you know. And it doesn't have to be chops. No, you know? no, no. I mean, it, it's 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 approach and its choices in in where you want to move and how you want to uh voice oh, yeah something yeah, yeah. so Absolutely. yeah it's
3: like someone like like um, yeah. like pino or to- tony you know, levin exactly you know, These kind of people great, it's like yep. paul mccartney you know as soon as those people yep. start playing you're like ah yep i know exactly who that is yeah, yeah. definitely and, and yeah. Like,
1: it's so true because so many so many of the bass parts yeah. that i really like or the ones that stand out to me and never the most complicated ones, or never the oh. most shiny. Oh my god, look at this playing ones! It's the ones where the they're parts, the parts they're memorable, you know. Yeah, and exactly. they fit in the moment and exactly. it blends with everything else so well. It's that perfect way of Definitely. being a bass player. You know,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. But, oh, but, oh,
1: fantastic. Um, it's interesting yeah. when you said that. You know. Met all these people and living in LA. Of course, LA is yeah. <laughs> a place that always seems like so full of hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, come here, your dreams will come true to LA, uh, and yeah. you know, meet all these people. But you've also uh, lived in Nashville as as well. Is that right? I did. How yeah. did you find the contrast uh, between was, those two?
2: Man, it's it's a huge difference. Although I now I'm back in California, but it's it's becoming somewhat similar to los angeles in the way of a big music business town so um i i i found it amazing how quick they do things there interesting in what way you know country players and country sessions and a lot the majority of the sessions there i mean they're in there doing it's like punching a time clock going in and doing okay uh, 10 to 12 here it is if it's not done it's not done we're on to the next like wow (laughs) but they do everything so quickly it's like i've i've been a a band guy quite a bit so you know we get in the studio and we're vibing out yeah oh this works well let's try it this way and and afforded that time you know to explore different sounds or explore different um grooves or vibes and in Nashville. No, this is what we're doing. Let's go.
1: Wow. (laughs) Did you did you find it's I was Did you find yourself in any like sticky situations because of that? You know, how was that shock?
2: Uh yeah, because I had never I had never been in those I wanted to, you know, try to do some things a little differently or whatever and be a little more creative, but it wasn't you either here's your shot right now. All right, throw it down. Okay, that works. Let's go. (laughs) It's very quick. It's all all tracked
3: live anyway, and it's like, well, that's it.
2: Done. Yeah. And I've watched watched some sessions, and those players are just ridiculous because it's always right that first take. Like, shit. Excuse my language again. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is great. And then, you know, couple of the guitar players might throw another extra solo or something or an alternate solo or something on top and and it's all live like you say so excellent 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 players in LA and um, other places my experience has been you know you can spend a little bit more time being creative but in Nashville not so much.
1: Interesting and and normally I'd be like ah, less creativity that sounds bad
2: but I suppose it makes sense
1: for what those artists are trying to produce and trying to yeah out of the well, session people though, yeah right?
2: and they already have their stuff they have their stuff laid out this is the tr- this is the song let's go yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like um yeah it's
3: like musical theater as well it's like no, no no don't mess around here's a part just play that done just play that part that's all we need right you don't you know there's almost no room for creativity but it's like it's just like what you said johnny it's like we are booking you into this studio to play bears. I don't need a creative mind right now. We've done that part. It's just a, we need a physical mechanical bass player to play this music that's been composed, or we need a, (laughs) you know, a jingle for an advert or something. It's like, yep, done. Just play that. I don't need another run of, (laughs) Oh, I might put a bit of chorus on at the end. Like, no, no, don't need that. Just play. Just play. No. Thank you. Next one.
2: Job done. there is a beauty. There is a beauty to that. Oh, it's definitely to an to be art. able to do that job, yeah. and it's an art. It's like you know, you have to be skilled to be able to make it right, make it sound the way it's supposed to sound in a very, very, very short amount of yeah. time. All right, pick up the bass. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to be. Able to I, do that. I prefer. I prefer. It's not always an option, but I, I like to get a little more creative and kind of sit in a little bit so it takes me a little longer
3: yeah i yeah, think the, that the end result is ultimately adapt. yeah the end result ultimately is what you'd hope for better because you've been given uh you've been given some breathing room to sort of experiment a little yeah. bit, and also even if even if the part isn't changing just take the pressure mm-hmm. off you know like you might be like oh well, yeah. you know what i was actually a little bit ahead of everyone that first time but we have the time to go back again and go okay, I'm a bit more relaxed now. I can sit back and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more, I'm yeah. dropped into the correct space as opposed to being a bit like,
5: oh, oh, okay, Whoa,
3: here we go.
2: Right. <laughs> what do you mean there's knee E flat?
5: There's That's bullshit. Some, I
3: mean, <laughs>
2: yeah, going back to to those players in Nashville, the session guys, because there's a fairly small group that they do every every record, every session. So watching them work is truly amazing. It is. I would
3: love to sit in on something like that. I I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like I could learn to do it, but I don't think I could be that kind mm-hmm. of guy. Like I'm I'm a band guy as well. I've always been a band guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't it mind is. things like, you know, recording at home or, you know, if you need me to record something, I will just record what you want and send it to you. I don't mind that kind of yeah. thing, but my preference would always be like a kind of like let's flesh this part out a little bit or I've had a little bit of time to listen to the drummer and I've noticed Oh, actually, what you play in verse three is different than verse two. I'm, I'm going to follow you, right? I'm, and I'm going to add some variation as well to match up with your your variation. Whereas in that intense studio moment where it's like kind of just just go, here's the chart, or you you got the chart this morning and you just you've had a minute and then off you go. There's not really room for that. Well, there's not really room for that. Is basically the best way to describe it. But yeah. It's definitely a skill, absolutely.
2: The other thing that they use is the number system. Yes. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. I'm very
3: familiar with the national number system, but I'll, I'll let you explain it, Josh. I,
2: well, I don't really know it well, but when I first moved there, I knew nothing about it. <laughs> so basically, uh, the number system, instead of reading notation, they call out the chords by the one or the four or the five or the six. Um, Go ahead, Chris. Well, I mean that
3: you basically you explain? explained it. It would be um, if we're yeah. in the key of C, for example. No one's going to shout C. They're going to shout one, right? Because one is the root. And then uh, you know, right. for example, it'd be like you know, you might hear someone shout, or it'll be written down pre-chorus. It's four, two, five, five, back to the one, and that would be F. Yeah, the two would be the. Um, the B, B, no, C. It would be the B. No, it wouldn't be the B. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, no, C. No, Never D. mind. I D. forgot it. Never mind.
2: <laughs> it's it basically the intervals in the scale. Yes, it, it, it's it, every D. number
3: yeah. is equivalent to the, the interval number within the scale. So, it's, you know, C, D, right. E, F, G, B, back to C. And then, But then you've got the added bit where they'll go like minor second or, uh, you know, four, four minor. One, and that doesn't really affect bass players as much because they'll still just want an F, but the guitarist that means play an F, which will be an F major, the key of C major, but then they want the F minor and then back to the C, which is like a very common you know way to get out of a chorus or a pre chorus and stuff, but that that is essentially the system
2: um yeah it's it's when you think about it, it's a quicker way to get through the charts um yeah. And they, you know, they may, they write their notes and first time I saw it I was what like is this? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> What an <laughs> L uh, What is uh what is a Alright. Uh, all right. Luckily, fortunately yeah,
3: at least you didn't, didn't
2: start playing it like Tab. I have a, I have a,
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> fortunately I have a very uh good ear and I can take things up very, very quickly. So um that helped a lot. But learning the number system was something different. And and I had some good friends there who do that very well. So they helped me out and everybody was really cool.
1: Amazing. Well, that's yeah, good.
2: Because something like that, I yeah. imagine,
1: can be quite intimidating when it's like, that is the the home of music, you know, in the world uh, the capital. Yeah. Um, And thinking this, these seasoned professionals, what am
2: I doing here? You know, when you think, oh, I don't even know what R- this
1: well, thing is.
2: Yeah. You know, you walk in thinking, oh, I've, I've done some I've got stuff. This. I mean, I could. I know how to play. I haven't got you know? this. And then you go in, and then you're just like, "Whoa, no, 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 <laughs> no, no! All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch you guys because you guys sound great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, do that. <laughs> you're like, I'll play the tambourine in the
1: background. It's fine. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know, and that is going back to um, what I was talking about earlier, um, trying to learn always you know and and expand your knowledge of music in general but you know whatever instrument that you're playing is is always helpful and i i like the challenge and i I think it's a lot of fun
3: absolutely be a sponge be a sponge is a good is a good Mm -hmm. phrase i like to use yeah be in an environment where you're always looking for something to absorb you know what can i what can i learn because that's how i judge whether i'm like done with a gig as well. Like I've had a few reoccurring bar gigs where I've, I've wanted to keep them on not only for the financial side, but also, you know, I'm meeting new people. You know, there's a new guy in today who's playing saxophone. It's like, Oh, you know, I've not played with a saxophone player in a while. Let's see what he does. How can I, how can I interact with him and support yeah. him or as a different drummer? And it's like, I'm, I'm being a sponge, but then when there's nothing, nothing left to sponge up, it's like a, okay, have I, have I outgrown the environment or is there just nothing left to learn? Uh, and if there is, that's usually yeah. my time to kind of go, okay, I need to find a new, I, I, I like to be the dumbest person in the room. That's how I, that's a good way. Of, I want to be the, I want or to be What happens worse. a lot, Chris.
5: I felt
3: down. that right in the plums. Thank you. Well, yes, my point still stands. I like to be the dumbest person in the room, the least experienced person in the room, the worst musician in the room. Because then for me, it's like, ears are open, eyes open. You know, what can I, you know, what can I, what can I do? How can I learn? Like I'm going on tour in two weeks. um, And it's the first tour I've done, not as a session guy. It's my own band. So it's like, I haven't done, I've never been in that world. You know, that world of like original band touring. Um, I've normally just yeah. done it as like a guy for hire where it doesn't really matter. I'm just here to play bass and that's it. Whereas now it's like, well, no, it's right. an active level of investment in this. This is my you my baby. So exactly it's like, yeah what can I do? Yeah. What what can I learn? Where can I go? What am I doing wrong? How can I refine this? How can I be more efficient? How can I make sure we're not spending <laughs> as much money as we are? <laughs> you know, on these kind of things.
1: But yeah, yeah, but it's a it's a learning. Making experience. the most of every moment whilst you're there. Well, well. yeah, there's that too as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Superb. Um, Chris, shall we move on to our second question? We certainly will. Um,
3: Obviously in your career, Josh, you have, uh, I don't know why I had to pause for dramatic effect for the word career. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you call it?
5: Is that it? (laughs) Mm? (laughs) Um,
3: God, Uh, having played everything in your career from like clubs to to theatres, all the way up to arenas, what would you say are the main differences? apart from size and you know audience capacity between those styles of venues and there's a bit of a follow-up question is there any advice that you've learned in large venues like arenas and big theaters that people could bring down into like a, a
4: smaller or club-sized venue no that's a great question um Uh so one of the personally
2: my favorite uh venues to play your theaters because you're close enough to people that you can feel the energy and you can um the sound is always great. Um it's not too sm it's not a sweaty sweat box club, you know, and it's not a huge arena where you're so disconnected from everything to where you, you know, You can't even really see many faces at all. You just kind of see the lights on the first two rows. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, However, depending on what the gig is and depending on what the music is and depending on how you're feeling that day and how you're playing that day, there's an energy in each one of
4: those uh, situations and atmospheres. That is all the same. So you,
2: I think it just—you can be playing in front of ten people or ten thousand people, and if you're bringing it, if you're bringing that energy and connecting with people, it's all the same. You know, it's it's the same experience ultimately, um, and you have to play that way. Um, I've been in, in in situations where
4: some people might be bummed that there's not a lot of people at the gig and that showed oh no
2: <laughs> and those and it's unfortunate that because you're going into it with that mindset your performance suffers and people recognize that so it's
4: not fair to the audience so, um, I, I would say that's what
2: you have to bring. You got to bring it to every show, every venue, every club. Um, there are the obvious differences on, on, like I said a few minutes ago about, you know, in, a, in an arena or a stadium, you can't really tell what's going on. The sound, I mean, hopefully you have in-ears or something like that to be able to hear what's going on because the stage is so big um depending on how you set up but uh yeah i hope that answered your question or part of each i think so because it's almost like
1: there's huge differences in many Mm. ways but the thing that you need to do is the same and you shouldn't treat them differently Mm. like Mm. if it's the same if it's the same band or same you know gig in those three different types of venues and and then you've got festivals in there as well
2: uh right. If you're yeah, I mean the rest is just logistics. <laughs> you know? Still bring the energy. Still bring the energy. Just energy imagine just imagine all those
1: people in the audience far away just absolutely dripping in sweats with their top off you know, like yes. they would in a sweatbox venue yeah. and then you'll be fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean if if you want to sort of maybe touch on some of technical ends of stuff. I mean, um sound wise, hopefully you have a, a good sound guy and, and you know, depending on the style of music or whatever you're playing, but sometimes in a larger venue and atmosphere, some of the more um technical or subtle things get lost in translation just because of the sheer uh sheer, like, the space.
3: Mass of what's going out. Yeah.
2: Yes, so that's uh, it. Especially for drummers, I've noticed. You know what I mean? They, it's and all you can hear is, you know
4: what I'm saying?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna. Um, that's that's such that's such a good point because me and Johnny both at separate venues went to see um, Bring Me the Horizon last week, and uh, you've raised you raised you've you've sent a light bulb off in my head because I was thinking there was something about. Support band was a band called Bad Omens. And like I really enjoyed yeah. the set, really enjoyed it. Um and Rim of the Horizon were on afterwards. And there was something about it that I just
4: mm. there
3: was a few things that I couldn't quite like connect with. It was like it wasn't really making my making my brain go as much as the band before. And I think a lot of it might have had to do with the intricacies of the drumming. Because uh Yeah. I feel like the drum parts for the headline band with Brim of the Horizon are more complicated, or at least have more hand-related things, like more ghost notes, more kind of like the yeah. symbols, and either due to just you know, probably most likely a technical problem of some description or a mix issue. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't getting that, and and it kind of, it kind of lost me. Whereas the previous band was lots of just strong bass drum playing. Big snare hits, simple fills, and I was like, yeah. everything was just, everything was just like pummeling me in the face in a really good way. And I was like, well, that's yeah, like that's what what we I mean, want. What but that's what I mean. It's like I was getting the energy. The energy was was uh, was translated through the PA to me, whereas with Brim of the Horizon, it felt like to a bit, yeah, it wasn't to an extent.
2: If you look at someone like ECDC, for example, yeah, and their stadium band and they've been doing that for ever 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 um they know how to play for that you know what i'm saying and i don't want to say that's why they're doing that by any means but i just i saw them play and every you can hear everything happening and everything's on 10 you know so maybe there's something to that i don't i don't know There will be something to that,
3: especially from, like, a sound design issue, because, like, if you think of the instrumentation of ACDC, it's, like, Mm -hmm. drums, bass, two guitars, vocal. It's, like, there's room in the PA for everything to have its own little spot, and it's all good. It's got
2: to have its space. Yeah, whereas if you're playing
3: with, like, a... um, you know a big modern rock production, and this this could apply to you as well. Like Daughtry, for example, it's like you know we've got bass, we've got mm-hmm. keyboards, we've got two guitars, we've got lead vocals, we've got backing yeah. vocals, and then we've got track as well. And it's like where yeah. do where does everything live? There's so much going on in this yeah. this space. That's where your intricacies are just kind of like lost because right, there's yeah. already so much well, going if you on. See,
2: yeah, if you see like um. I don't. I don't know who a good example is, but somebody maybe like the Blue Note or, or the Baked Potato in LA. You could just be making up random. You say it like we've been there. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 No. Well, they're they're you little they're, baked they're, beans. They're, they're small. Yeah. jazz 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 clubs.
4: But <laughs> if you see,
2: you know, um, well-known musicians play there quite often, and and okay. you know, just like chad wackerman or Benny caliuda or you know those types of drummers will play there um but you go in there and you see i mean you can hear and see and feel everything that they're doing but i have a feeling that if you were to see that potentially in a stadium some of that is bound to get lost in mix or in you know the translation out front yeah just because of the, the sheer mass
3: of what's uh... What's yeah. going on? Like, oh, I can't really, I can't really hear like the intricate ghost <laughs> notes because I'm, I'm relying mm-hmm. solely on the PA. Whereas when you watched same drummer in like a 150 cap venue, with the sn you can actually just hear the snare. Forget the PA, you can hear the snare. It's like, yeah. oh well, all of the, all of those little, little
1: minor points are, are much more prominent to me. Spoken a little bit about tones and stuff in here, and I yeah. think that brings us on uh, nicely to our next segment, uh which is called. That Tone You Own. This is probably my favorite segment uh, because this is where we get our lovely guests to bring along a tone that maybe one that they consider to be their own or maybe one that uh, we've chosen or maybe one that, uh, you know... Just inspired by in the moment, and uh, I think we've done just that with this next tone mm-hmm. that uh, Josh has brought along. So what we're going to do is uh, we are going to have a listen to it now, uh, and then Josh, if you wouldn't mind breaking it down for us a little bit, uh, we can jump straight into. Cool. It. Let's have a listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Chris, but I thoroughly uh, enjoyed this tone in particular. Um, this one was available as a reel on uh, Josh's Instagram. Uh, and I knew, I was, I was like, this has got to be the one we talk about. It's it's like it breaks all the rules. Uh, of bass and and that's why i love it because we've got multi effects going on we've we've got high notes we've got low notes we've got chords being played uh was this one that you yeah. had written yourself for that for that video
2: yeah yeah it was one it's one of my tracks called life and uh i i tried to fill up some space in in a creative um way not in not in a in a overdoing it way although it might be overdoing it i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> i think the tone and the part just works well with the rest of the track
1: yeah and like you said it's like playing multiple roles here isn't it it's not just trying to be the bass because you said this song is this a fully fledged like 3 4 minute song then that this has come from
4: yeah yeah
2: it's um i'm still actually putting the rest of the pieces together on it. But that uh, piece in particular is the meat and potatoes of the the track. It's kind of like the driving force.
1: Yeah, amazing. Well, driving force, indeed it is. Um, I mean, I guess there's a little spoiler in the the video itself. Um, Let's talk gear for a second for that one. I know there'll be people listening going, how on earth have you gotten that sound? It sounds so thick and tasty. Um, So start with the bass, then go through the effects. What are you using here?
2: Okay. I have a Music Man Dark Ray that I use, and uh, I believe I'm using the Omega uh, channel on there. There's Alpha and Omega. And uh, I've added a Dark Glass Vintage Deluxe Overdrive, just a touch, as well as a... Uh, MXR phaser deep Fix.
1: Nice. And do you, do you often like put phaser and drive together?
2: Or was that just something you thought, you know what? You
1: know, what this part needs.
2: I was messing with the sound and it just sounded a little too plain. Mm. When I kicked on the phaser, it brought in a bit of a um, synthy almost um, element so that's what I was looking for especially in the context of what the track is kind of
4: um, almost a funky sort of aggressive thing that's where I wanted to
2: throw in the dirt was not to make it sound like just some other R&B or funk track
1: you the, know? the dirt was just to cover up all the mistakes I'm assuming that's true yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's all i get in the youtube comments they're like ah, that's all that's good for what i'm like right okay <laughs> well then that's like that's a great advantage if yeah.
3: that's the case absolutely um <laughs> you are that. right about i think you raise a good I, point I
2: mean, it is funny about it is funny about the internet is you know everybody's got something to say which is cool which is fine but you know i i have, i have always wondered
4: and I, I still ponder this every day if you If I don't like something or I'm not feeling something, or I'm, I just go on right by.
2: I don't pay any attention to it. Right. But there are people that live to speak negatively on almost everything. Like, with, mm. and it blows my mind. I'm and just, you're a, man, I'm on, on a podcast with, with two of them get right out, now. <laughs> get outside, get outside and have some sunshine. And I don't know, look at a, a butterfly <laughs> shit Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on man <laughs> we don't have we like, don't have
2: um
3: we don't have butterflies in the uh, north of england. england they're all, uh, like, they're all okay, dead all right well <laughs> what's
1: wrong with what's wrong with being a caterpillar damn it like, oh, why i wanted to be a
2: moth <laughs> I think you're so big and mighty no, but, um, with your silly wings yeah no but i i use uh i enjoy grit and i use it um for a bit of attitude um, even really, even on my clean tone, I have a little bit of gain behind there because it makes it cut.
3: That's yeah. that's a that's a trick I've only really, in the last couple of months, really, of, of gigging, <laughs> it's <laughs> like now my my clean tone, unless it has to be really, it really does need to be clean. Yeah. Like I'm not going to play my girl right. by the Temptations with like a fuzz on.
5: That would be Bring good, the dark
3: though. ray for that one. That would be, oh my God, can you imagine yeah. that? Um, but... uh even i would i would actually do you that. would you have, and you should I'd yeah, like they'd to be that. like we've hired you Not for enough. this josh we know what you're going to do josh right. has been hired right, for like right. a nice little a little like brunch gig you know just a p- piano <laughs> player you know a cojon maybe like a light soprano vocalist yeah, yeah. what did you bring josh oh the dart ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i've ta- and i've that taped might it makes pee- the controls on full.
1: I think you should go full circle. It
2: might make people uh, yeah. cry. I don't know. you should, people you for sure. You should go full
1: circle, Josh, and uh, bring the Dark Ray and play it with the Dixie Band. You know, that would be an amazing oh, moment. Oh, yes. You, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I might get some death threats online. I don't know. Nah, if don't one. worry about it. Don't worry uh, about another it. Another thing the internet <laughs> is great for.
3: Yay. But you do yes, raise an excellent yeah. point. Like a little, a little bit of grit at all, at yeah. almost at all times. It's just nice to kind of like help push you through the mix a, li- a little bit. Not enough to be yeah. like obvious. Yeah. Just a little bit. And um, your phaser point is is bang on as well. I've I'd like I'm a big fan of like songs that maybe just have you know the bass parts are like just like long notes. You know, just like you know, you play a C for two bars and you just hold it and then you move to the next one. I I have a little phaser inside my, what? I don't have a phaser inside my quad cortex. I turn on the phaser. There's a little (laughs) little bit of phaser in everyone. Um, (laughs) Whether you like it or not. Uh, It's just a phase. phase. It's just not a phase, It's not a
1: phaser, mom.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Long notes, a little bit of phaser, just nice and slow, adds a little bit of Texture and movement to the part in a really nice way, and then you can pretend you're Eddie Van Halen as well, which
1: is obviously the real advantage. That's the goal. Yeah, right?
3: yeah. Absolutely. It
5: just that things like goal. that
1: and modulation mm. and effects are so fun because it's like adding an accent to a to a language, you know, like where it just sounds a lot more exotic and and, and filled out and just better. You know, it's like going Bonjour hey? compared to a Bonjour. <laughs> you know, like it's a good impression to me that <laughs> I think in <you> the <laughs> second one. Bass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like to um
4: with my use of effects, um I really build the part around the effects.
2: So I'll I'll experiment with some sounds and I'll you know have something in mind that I I kinda hear and then I'll I'll really sort of um Massage, if you will, the part to work with the effect. Just mm. painted
1: an amazing picture in my head. I bet you did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good
5: um, lord. Yeah,
1: and I, you kind of answered what was going to be my next question, which was exactly that about what comes first, like chicken or the egg type thing. You know, the the uh, the effect or yeah. the line. And so many of the times, it's it's the effect when you play with it, and then you think, oh, this inspires this, and here we go, and that's where it yeah. takes it and. Uh, like often Definitely. i'll just sit at home i put a drum loop on and then that's how a bass line mm-hmm. will come out even if it's just like a bum ba bum ba like something really simple and then having a bass line that can uh, complement that it just drives the creativity in a way you know that you wouldn't yeah. do otherwise for sure Ab- absolutely and
3: then you also have that thing where it's like yeah. there's a phrase of like there are there are songs inside pedals you know where you you turn on something and go Oh well now I want to play like this like I always find whenever I turn a, a chorus on I immediately like I want to do like drone notes on the the high on the D string and it's almost like a I'm trying yeah. to be Justin Chancellor from Tool it's like you know you immediately immediately want to play like that and for me as, as well as soon as the octave comes on it's like well I want to be I want to be more staccato and kind of like I want to play high and those uh-huh. are not those are not things that you are playing And then adding the pedal on, you are you you activated the effect, and then that has influenced you the other way around, which is always just a really cool thing to think about. And it's nice to know that you feel the same about it as well.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I love I love trying to take and see what other approach might work. I love. I'm not scared of experimenting, and I I found that. The more that you can do that, the the clear um, your identity um, sort of begins to shine through. Because how else are you going to find who you want to be, or, or or how you're expressing yourself? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Said like a true pro. Um, I think the same applies to not just effects mm-hmm. but instruments as well, like. The P bass, I, I would write something completely different on a P bass compared to even maybe a stingray, you know, where. Right. And that says a lot about their
2: own identities, yeah. right?
1: 100%. Yeah. And that's when. I, so I had a. Yeah. I reviewed a bass one time and it was a uh, yeah. sandbird. Sandbird? <laughs> that's something you find at the beach that then flies away. Um, a sandbird, yeah, yeah. um, Electra. Ooh, I can't remember the actual name of it now, but it was it was a P bass, their P bass copy, but it had an active preamp, you could turn passive, and the pickup had big, big magnets pole pieces, like a almost like a split coil, Music Man pickup, um, mm-hmm. and I just felt like it had no soul, like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Oh, it okay. was trying to be both of those bases and just didn't. Do yep. anything, and so I found it really lackluster when I played it up. And technically, was a great bass, like it played amazingly well. Which just goes to show that if the bass doesn't have that soul, then you're not going to enjoy it. And it could be the best right. spec-wise bass in the world, to be set up impeccably. But if it doesn't have that,
4: it's it's kind of useless. Well,
5: there's,
2: I believe that there's something for everyone. So depending on what you're doing. And depending on what your preferences are and what your needs are, there really is something for everyone because I've played um bases that are a hundred bucks some of them wouldn't work for everything that I do. I had one in particular that I bought for a music video because it was because of the color because I didn't have a bass that color and that bass is one of the coolest bases that I've ever had um, but To your point, I think, you know, a lot of when it comes to manufacturing and trying to get people um, something that they could use almost like as a workhorse, like a little bit of this and you could do you could use this for everything. And then sometimes maybe it could be where it's like by trying to do too much, you're missing the mark on making what does this do really well, you know?
1: It's uh, like a jack of all trades, master of none type situation, isn't it? Right. Uh,
0: just, yeah.
1: It it does a little bit of everything, but nothing <laughs> spot on. And for some people, that work, but that might be awesome for yeah. someone. Well oh, yeah? yeah, I I would never yeah. take that away uh, for sure. It it does, but for me, straight right. in the bin. Not for me. Awful.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go.
1: There you um, go, Chris. Shall we uh, move on to our next and? final question next and final question um
3: we touched on this briefly just a moment ago um josh you're always so positive why aren't you grumping like me uh no you're always you, you always display such like a a positive outlook online which is which is obviously very nice to see um how do you keep that mindset how do you keep that mindset in, how do you keep that mindset up basically the original working the original question was how do you keep that mindset up as a working musician but i think it's more yeah. interesting to expand that a little bit more and say like you know how do you just keep that mindset forward in general both as a as a working musician whether you're just you know you're just playing really? at home family life these kind of things when they all come together how do you yeah how do you do
2: that um I I would say that I think the alternative is just a bad place to be. Right. And it all starts with inside you and, and a mindset. And, um, I I do try to tell my kids this as well. It's like, you have a choice when you wake up in the morning and, um, you can make this a, a good day or, or a bad day. Um, that doesn't uh, obviously mean that you can control what's going to happen during the day, right? But when you wake up in the morning and, you know, you, you, you have to convince yourself and be determined to approach you with a positive uh, vibe and, and outlook. And uh, I think if you do that from the top of the day, everything else just kind of feels a little better yeah
1: absolutely i be dumb i and you know it, it will be tough for, for some people to to just to just take that approach and just be like well I, I can't i just i just feel so bad all the time but um
2: right that's certainly the well the, the start the the first step to that though is like just saying okay i understand that you know maybe this is not an optimal situation that i'm in or there are things that aren't amazing but I really do look for for the things that I am grateful for and that helps those moments like okay well I guess at least there's this because you know we're all human we all have struggles and we all have um issues and we all have different things that we're reaching for that might not be coming as fast or you know when it comes to career when it comes to finances or when it comes to I don't know love but um I think that speaking of love I think that if you approach life with love and love for life that helps as well yeah seeing
1: the the light side of things you know applying yourself to that as well
4: even if even if it's just a little bit you know even if you just tell yourself, all right, let's go.
2: I, and I also think like going back to like the, the troll thing on the internet, it's like, dude, why why fill your head with that much negativity or why spread that much negativity? If I can help inspire someone and hopefully make them feel good or inspired or at least Leave whatever they're watching for me or listening to for me, or if they've ever seen me play, and they feel kind of good about themselves. Awesome. That's I don't I don't want to spread any any kind of negativity at all.
1: No, and I, I totally agree with you that it's like I don't want to be the reason to ruin someone's day or to <laughs> to cause difficulty to someone else. I just and <laughs> I'm very much like a no confrontation, no thank you, no 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 no. That's the, yeah. the last thing I want. I will do it, but it's the last thing that I want. So, always trying to approach right. things with this positive mental attitude. And to, hell, I, I got PMA tattooed on my arm for that reason. I was like, <laughs> God, I to keep it up.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's, pra- it's practice, though. You know what I mean? It is practice because no one is happy, jolly yeah. every single day. Actually, you know what the, I'm saying? That's, P, like,
1: that's just not realistic. He does stand for practice, actually. It's practice more asshole. That's there what we it go. Means actually.
2: <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, no no. Um I much prefer to um to try to be a a, a positive light in this world that has quite a bit of darkness. Yeah. So it's however I can inspire someone, I don't know, make someone's day better, awesome.
1: That's that's the way to look at it, I think. It's to try and And I mean, what advice would you give to someone that is like yourself? You know, you feel like this darkness, and then it it could be hard to try and reflect that to be like a mirror. You know, uh, to to try and not absorb it all because you want to be sponges, like we said earlier, knowledge, but not to the negativity. It can be hard to block that out sometimes. Yeah, especially now, and when all that news and the bad stuff is so accessible, um, to try and yeah block that out and separate it, not let it impact you, is is a very difficult and um
2: well it's hard not to get caught up You know, i mean it really is it, it the stuff that you expose yourself to is a big thing and just remembering like okay take a step back and just like you you're a human trying to work it out trying to just live and that's okay you know like i yeah, it may sound cliche or it may sound corny, but you know, spread some good vibes, yeah. spread some love out there. And just we're all trying to live here <laughs> on this so just, just live. We're, all just, we're, we're trying to work together. it, everyone's it's trying like, to work it's it. It's a out. community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and you know, we're all pretty much the same ultimately. And as, as
1: musicians, so. we're it, we're, we're kind of lucky in a way yeah. that we're, we are in a position that we, can do that. We can bring people excitement and joy. And whether I'd be being up on stage for half an hour or to recording something online, you know, there's, there's so many facets <laughs> to to do that.
2: That's why I want one of the reasons why I want to do, I really want to finish um, and, and put together this funk thing because I feel like that always puts a smile on people's face. You it's, know, it's very like,
3: hard to be in a bad mood when, like, Punk is being played like i've never yeah. been i've never been yeah. upset listening to chic never that would be weird though. never you imagine like that like good times is playing and you're just like
1: <laughs> fucking mike <laughs> or
3: pissed
2: off
1: yeah fucking mike man <laughs> so in terms of that that project
2: then is how long have mm-hmm. you been working on this and and can you spill some beans i've been Dude, I have so many hard drives filled with tracks
4: and, I'm glad you and said ideas. With tracks, and, my
2: God! <laughs> but I, 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 um, it's just a matter of me actually diving in with both feet and doing it. I keep threatening to do it, and I this this year is when I'm going to gotta do, do it. it. So just I'm. Gotta- I'm You've got to. Yeah. It sounds like you're
3: you're approaching demoitis. You just got to. You just got to <laughs> do it.
2: I am. The songs are fine. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, that's not that cool. Well, maybe yeah. that'll work. Well, yeah. Okay, and then and then something else will come over, and I'll go do this. And but this year, I'm doing it. So He's doing it.
1: He said it. He's manifesting. It we're going. It
2: and I, I want to get out. And I want to like you were talking about touring with your own thing. I want to get out and do that as well because I've, I've never through throughout my career. I've been so fortunate to play with all of these different people and, and it's been great. Um, I've had so many cool experiences and, you know, been able to support my family doing it since I was 18 years old, but I never had a chance to get out and do my own thing and tour on my own thing. So I really want to do that as well. Yes. Yeah, it's,
3: it's a different, it's a different thing, isn't it? Like I, I've, I've played with a lot of people where it's like yeah I'm you know mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying myself don't get me wrong but it's like this is work to an extent or like you know I'm I, you know this is your yeah, thing yeah. and you're really enjoying it but I'm I'm just helping you facilitate your goal right now whereas going out right. and doing something where it's like no this is my my thing like I I really want this to do well is like a a, a different not necessarily a different level but a different like layer there's a different it's like there's a richness to it is probably the only way I can describe yeah. it for your positive mental attitude we uh we thank you
1: oh, <laughs> i appreciate you guys <laughs> well we're probably going to take away some of that positive mental attitude now uh, as we put you through your paces <laughs> uh because <laughs> we have some uh surprise quick fire questions uh for you uh, to round things off on the podcast, if that's okay. okay, These are very much going to be no conferring, then else no thinking. It's gonna be the first thing comes to your head, and there will be some polarizing okay. things in here. Um so, you know, prepare yourself. And you and you are okay. not allowed to elaborate on
3: your answer. You can't no. you can't be like, oh well I could do this. Like, no. Nope. Okay. One or the other. Okay. And you can't tell us Go why. Ahead. Johnny, you are yep.
1: you are first <laughs> up. Here we go. Do you prefer me or Chris? No, 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 that's, that's, no, 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 no. that wasn't one.
5: <laughs> you can, you you can message that, me that, that afterwards. It's fine. <laughs>
3: yeah. I am, I am, PayPaling you ten pounds as we speak. <laughs> Sweet.
4: Winning. Uh,
5: no. Question,
4: question, question one. Pick or fingers? Fingers. Very nice. Question two, active or passive? Active. Question three, rounds or flats? Rounds. I would have been very surprised if you'd said flats.
1: Yeah, that was that was a suspicious
3: yeah. lungs, long pause lungs, there. I was yeah, expecting l- that. We won't ask why.
2: Well, because I ah, like both.
3: I like both, but I, I. Are you not allowed? No. Nope. But I. Nope. <laughs> okay. You can't be Swiss in this I, situation. You've got to be like, one of the others. So very Swiss.
1: I can smell the cheese from here. Cheese.
3: Depends on the game. Dep- <laughs> of, co- of course. Yes. Depends on the game. Yeah. I know.
5: We know. Um,
3: maybe we'll get in with this yeah. one. Question four. Four string
2: or five. Ooh. 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 Are we talking about now? Like currently? I'm Right. Josh, are you free
3: tonight? I need you for a gig. Four or
4: five, four, four. Okay, very nice. In-ear monitors or wedges? i uh, I like wedges way
2: more, but I use in-ears. Oh, yes, yes.
1: He gets it. Perfect. He gets
3: Good it. Good answer. Yeah,
1: um, it's the feel, man. It's
3: I want to. El- I want to elaborate, but we won't. But yes, <laughs> I don't em- break the rules. I know. I use in-ears more. Fucking wish I could just have wedges all the time.
1: Why don't you combine the two? Yeah. What, two, on, two wedges.
2: Just on sticky like tape to your head.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> those are called headphones.
2: headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's um, headphones. Oh,
1: yeah, damn it. Oh, question wait, that's six. what I'm doing now. Yeah, we've got, like, I'm
3: rocking uh, the wedges
2: right now. They call me old uh, wedge
1: head dibble, they
2: call yeah. me.
3: <laughs> that <laughs> is what they call you. Uh, question <laughs> six P
4: or J? J. Very nice. Question seven. Desert Island Bass. Stingray 4HH. Very Very good. good. Very good. Question seven. What's the best bass effect? Well, Overdrive, of course. Very well. I concur. Uh, That was, in fact, question eight.
1: Oh yes, my dear! What did I at, say? At seven. No, well, who cares?
3: I only know how to count to four. Okay, okay.
1: Well, l-
5: let us <laughs>
3: continue. Uh, question
1: seven. I once counted to oh, five on out activity. of town. Stop it! Stop <laughs> yeah. it! It's all that Nashville number thing, number you know? system. Like t- yeah. <laughs> well, that that actually <laughs> does and only still, go up to seven in my well. mind. <laughs> that was that, that was the first in my mind. We like yeah. Oh God, there's numbers beyond four. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh okay, question seven. Uh no, it's question unpop- nine. <laughs> no, it's question seven. they're all question seven now. Oh, they're all question seven. Sorry, my apologies. Yes. yes. Question
4: seven. Question okay. seven. Uh unpopular base opinion. Oh. That you have to follow rules. Ooh. Edgy. I, I like
2: it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Breaking I, know what, the rules. Kind of, I know what kind of kid you were in school. Question, final question. Question seven. (laughs) This is a good one, this. And and you might not care, actually, thinking about it, it might just go gone. Question 10. And we are allowed to elaborate on this one.
4: What Star Wars
3: character would be the best at base? Oh, wow. When you've answered, we will tell you ours, but we'll be brief because we've said it on uh, other episodes.
4: Okay. Uh, mm. Chewbacca. Ooh. Wait. Interesting.
3: Tell me why, and I'll give you an interesting story about that.
4: Well. Uh, um, ch- uh, I think... He really doesn't
2: have a ton to say. He just wants to stick to his job and do what he does, and kind of just hang. He looks cool, <laughs> big ass dude with the bass. It's always the hairiest hardy.
1: man is the bass player.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like, you know, just give me the bass, brother. Yeah, I can. It's so, all good. That's it. I don't need to talk <laughs> to this. He, yeah, but but like, I will. <laughs> but I will fuck you there, up. There we go. <laughs> he'll he'll rip
3: your arms off. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Yeah. It's so interesting you said that because we um, we when we had Ian on the podcast, he said Mace Windu, um, but then oh. in the comments of our post where we talked about that, Amos Heller yeah. from Taylor Swift fame, among other things, yeah, commented saying Han Solo would make a a great bass player, and me, being the the very polite and subtle man I am, said he was wrong, and um, said the correct answer <laughs> would be Han Solo, not a bass player. Han Solo is a lead guitarist through and through. Sure. He doesn't listen to the drummer. He doesn't do it yeah. as, as he's told. Chewy is the bass player on the Millennium yeah.
1: Falcon. 100%. But, but yeah, because yeah. he's like keeping things going really. like yeah. Everyone thinks they're listening to you the really, guitar, but yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: they're <laughs> feeling the bass. No, no, no.
3: Exactly. Amos yeah. is more than yeah. welcome to come on and argue that point with me. Absolutely. Amos is a great dude. And that he is. He's a great dude. Cannot, cannot be denied. Yeah.
1: I will tell you... Uh, Awesome bass player, two Um Johnny, we did, we, Chris. Go on. Uh, one more thing for Chewy. I oh, think that he would have a super punchy tone because Han Solo is always telling him to punch it. You know, mm. punchiest tone in the game. Very, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I like I it. Punching that hyperdrive.
3: Um, okay. Briefly to explain, Johnny, would you like to tell Josh what your answer
1: was to this? You're you're wrong, but if you'd like to. Um, in a
3: similar
0: vein, a <laughs> we had an argument about very,
1: this. Yeah, a, very, a man of very few words who just turns up, does the job, and just looks so cool. People might not even, he doesn't, might not even do much, but he's he just so cool that he's the man, you know? And that's Boba Fett.
2: Oh, uh, I was going to say Boba Fett. Mm. There you go. But I think, I actually think he might be a better singer, <laughs> lead singer. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. He's mysterious. He's uh, he's pretty badass. You know that scene? And so, he's out there. Like the extended
1: yeah. version or the Lucas George Lucas version of Return of the Jedi when it's like the awful CGI characters singing. No. Like, it, it would have been much <laughs> better than like Boba's like, get out the way. I'm going to <laughs> get involved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For <laughs> sure. Yeah.
3: Very nice. Um, I disagreed with Johnny awesome. quite passionately uh, because. Okay. I think his dad would have been a better bass player. I think Django Fett would have been a, uh, a better oh. bass player because he, he was given a brief, you know, he was given a job to do and he did it and he nailed it. And the second he went out of line and overstepped his mark, Samuel L. Jackson cut his head off.
5: Which is basically <laughs>
3: bass player nails the gig, gets a bit cocky in the car park after the gig. And gets the shit kicked out of him.
1: Oh, yeah. There we go. We all relate. It It happens. happens. We've all been there.
5: We all relate. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Well, that's that's the most important thing about the podcast. We should start with that, really. I think it's, you know, I mean, the best thing about it.
2: Just slow it down so it lasts the whole time.
1: We always say that's the spin-off podcast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, we're having a, uh, we're
2: having a <laughs> bit of a technical issue Ten- at the
1: moment. <laughs> that did sound like Chewbacca was coming through then.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet.
1: <laughs> Incredible. Well, Josh Paul, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this very episode. Um, I would invite everyone else to... Please, if you're watching this one on YouTube, comment down below what you thought and any other questions you would have uh, for Josh or what you wanted to hear. You know, we'd love to hear what your what your thoughts are. Um, again, like I said, go and follow us on Instagram uh, and make sure you let us know what you thought of this episode. We will put out a post with all the the clips of this one so you can do so on there and uh yeah just let us know what you think if you're listening on spotify apple Podcasts, etc etc wherever you get your podcast in your ear holes um please rate us five stars uh we'd love to hear your reviews uh and it helps something to do with algorithms to get us to reach more people and more people yeah. means more guests it means more podcast means more base so please uh give us a five star rating uh if you can um josh where can people find you on the internet what have you got going on sell yourself baby
2: <laughs> i'm not very good at that um you can always find me and uh send me messages i i tried to answer dms on instagram it's it's josh paul and uh I am in the process of recording a bunch of things, doing some shows and hopefully getting out on tour with some people this year. So, but hit me up on Instagram. That's where I'm, I mostly live.
1: Amazing. Um, thank you so much. Definitely do so. If I mean, people watching this, I think will most likely know you from Instagram for the ki- killer content and uh, so many tones and, uh, and reels you put up. They're just like, yeah, very inspiring. Very inspiring indeed. So definitely go and follow him over on Instagram. If you want to follow myself or Chris, you can find me on Instagram at Johnny Dibble uh, and also on YouTube uh for uh the same name. Um if you <laughs> liked stingrays, and you know, if you're a fan of Josh, mm-hmm. you probably like stingrays. I'm giving away this stingray right here, the Pete Wentz Sterling Stingray. Um Make sure you enter via uh, my Instagram post that's pinned at the top if you want to be in with a chance. Shipping worldwide. Get involved, you know. It might be yours. Who knows?
3: I feel uh, like Josh is ironing it up now.
1: <laughs> I am. I like yeah. that bass. I do like that bass. It's a cool bass. Very cool. It's very cool. And uh, I'm I yeah. uh, I got to stop myself playing it to um otherwise I'll be like I don't want to let it go.
3: Like sorry, actually.
5: No.
1: Uh, Chris, where can people find you,
3: my dear? You can find me everywhere under that guy on bass. Um, I'm going to conclude the episode with my famous plug, the absolute shameless plug. Please check out my band. My band is called Dala. That's D-A-R-L-A-H. If you like big fat riffs, we we have some. Um, We are going on tour. Um, By the time this episode comes out, we will be about one and a half weeks away from going. We're playing... All over the UK, well, almost all over the UK. We're not playing in Manchester, which is near me. So I'm obviously fuming, but. Um, Reason for that. Mm, yeah, I was going to call it a shithole, but it's not. Um, it's, my, it's my shithole. <laughs> and uh, we're playing all over the UK with a lovely band called As Everything Unfolds. A few venues, I think, are actually about to sell out. If you live in Brighton, yeah. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I think there's only one awesome. ticket left, actually, which is always nice. Uh, Josh, but there's yes, still time. Get your ticket. There's still man. time, Josh, to get down okay. to specifically right. Brighton.
2: <laughs> That's a long ass walk, but I'll try. You I'll start, start now, out.
3: and I'll see you uh, in February 2026, um, <laughs> and a yeah. swim as well. But yes, please check us out. We we pin some stuff in the in the um, in the description of the video. <laughs> Got a full EP out. If you like it, please do let me know. And if you don't like it, don't let me know because my fragile <laughs> ego can't take it. But apart from that
1: that going base Darla thank you very much wonderful uh, once again Josh we want to say a huge thank you for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure
2: uh, and we hope you had a fun uh, time thank too. you guys I absolutely date you guys are the yeah. best and uh, everyone out there I appreciate you those guys are the
1: best Mike you're the best all right we take it back <laughs> thank you, you Mike <laughs> once again everyone thank you so much for listening see you next time
3: ta-ta